Shout out to Darlene's daughter and to all of the nurses and helpers in the world out there right now who have made humanity a much kinder, softer place because we need that right now. And welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast brought to you by two incredibly beautiful, famous, loving, caring, delicious moms. Can you move your chair, sweetheart? Thank you so much. I love you. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> what? I got into you. I'm just making lots of faces and lots of things today, but welcome. We are bringing the Take It or Leave It podcast to our main pages today, which we have never done before, and we are doing that because we wanted to bring you guys some good news. This was Tiffany's idea. Thanks. She was like, was look, wondering. John Krasinski's doing this really cool, some good news show. We should totally rip him off, and I was like, oh, we should, well. then we should push him down and- Wow. Just, um, I don't think I said any of that at all. I said that. Uh, but I'm your host, Meredith from That's Inappropriate. And I'm your other host, Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. And we are going to talk, um, all things good news. We individually searched for some good news and we thought we'd share some stories. Uh, so welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, our podcast is the number one rated and globally syndicated podcast in all of the universe, including Mars, Venus, and we just topped out numero uno in Uranus. So it is very, we are very, very, very excited to be uh, 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 pr- producing such a, a firm, um, in, intense, a, a crazy podcast. Are you and, done? <laughs> like so many adjectives. Like, like <laughs> what? So anyway, welcome to Take It or Leave It. We're going to have some fun. For those of you um, uh, on my page, you know that we are doing a grocery store giveaway. There are two ways to enter. I just want to mention this really quickly before we get started. You can go to www.filterfreeparents.com and enter your email, or you can text the word uh, grocery giveaway, one word, no spaces, to 44222. And this week, our winners are going to receive a $150 Walmart gift card, as well as a signed book from Tiffany and a signed book from me in your uh, winner's pack. Yay. Yay. Firm. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Danny's like, firm? Question mark? What's Who knows, going on? man? All right. So why don't we get started with Tiffany? You share your first story. Okay. By the way, uh, we've not seen each other's lists. Right. I was okay. thinking today, I was like, what if we got the same story? I was wondering, so, but we'll see. Okay. Um, so I have got this story from, I don't remember, to be honest with you. The internet. I, uh, Just say the internet. Well, I feel like we have to credit people, but Okay. Um, So I love this story. An English father and his three kids have been using their daily outings during the COVID-19 shutdowns to clean neglected headstones in local cemeteries. Yes, I I didn't pick it. Do you know why? Because I was like, Tiffany's going to put this one on the show. Yeah, right. I did. I'm not kidding. 
Here's a photo. Mm-hmm. 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 Every day since the lockdowns were first implemented one month ago, 37-year-old Ryan Van Amenis has been taking walks around his neighborhood in Winsford, Cheshire. Um, he was first inspired to launch his labor of love after a friend published a picture of their family member's headstone to Facebook. Since the grave was noticeably, noticeably weather-worn and dirty, Amenis, who runs his own cleaning company, offered to clean up the stone for free. Um, so him and his kids have um, resolved to take 20 minutes out of their daily walks to clean up some of the grave markers around town. And he's done two dozen so far um, in the St. Chad's and Swanlow Park cemeteries. And I just thought that was so cool because with, all I know is my when I die, my headstone better be gleaming mm. 24-7. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Shine like a diamond. I don't know if sparkly headstones are an option, but I would like to do I, that. I feel like you could absolutely uh, bling out your headstone. Why not? It's yours, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, nope. I've i said it before on the podcast, do not bury me. Do not bury me. I want to be cremated. I don't get it. No. 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 Carry I want to be buried. I want people to lay on top of my grade, grave. And Wailing. Weep. Yeah. Weeping. And, and, and weep over what an awesome, amazing human being I was. Yeah, they will, for sure. For, I, you know, I will too. <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I, I might dance on it first. No. You're, what do you mean? You're way older. You're going first. I don't even know why you're talking like. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just wow. kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but seriously, I did. I'm not kidding you. I saw that one and thought, not adding this on, I guarantee you Tiffany will. And I, That's I just thought, so weird. I thought it was a great story. I also thought I could rage clean the hell out of a tombstone, you know, like with all this nervous energy that I've had over the last 55 days that I've been in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think easy. that, you know, if you're bored and you're going for walks, why not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, agreed. Take some cleaning products with you. If your house <laughs> is already clean or even if it's not, walk just with head your on Mrs. over. Walk with Meyer spring cleaning pack. Okay. Oh. oh, look at that. All right. So a California woman who lost her diamond wedding ring on the beach was reunited with the precious item thanks to a stranger who saw her plea on Facebook. Casey Fowle said she was at the Lead Better Beach in Santa Barbara last week when she took off her wedding band and her diamond ring to apply sunscreen. Fowle said she left her rings in the beach chair and didn't realize until after leaving the beach that her rings had dropped. She did a search of the area but found nothing. The woman put a plea out on Facebook when the story came to the attention of a man named Anthony. Anthony took his metal detector to the beach, and using a photo Fowl sent him of the location where the ring was lost, he was quickly able to locate the item. She said, I just started crying. I couldn't believe it. How do you find a diamond ring in the middle of a dang beach, Fowl said. I wanted to give him a hug so bad, I couldn't, so I air-hugged him from far away. We kept our distance um, when he handed me the ring. Fowl said Anthony declined any reward for finding the ring, he said he was happy to help her out. Oh, I love him. Isn't that great? That is amazing, especially because it wasn't like he just happened to find it and had mm-hmm. it in his possession. Like he took time to go find it for her. Yeah, I, I always wonder when I see people on the beach with those metal detectors, what kind of little treasures they have found. Because mm-hmm. when you think about it, if you're at the beach and you do something like that, take off a ring or whatever, I bet there's some some gold and some diamonds definitely 
at the beach. I found a gold bracelet when I was a little kid. My mom promptly stole it from me, but I found it and I was so amazed. Like I literally thought I was the coolest discoverer since Columbus and Magellan over here. (laughs) Is did Columbus discover something? I felt like that was a fact, but I'm not sure. I'm gonna let that one hang in the air. Um, <laughs> I didn't graduate, Meredith. It's okay. It's totally fine. But listen, fun fact: yeah. I I've always wanted to use a metal detector on the beach. I think it would be so fun. I love treasure hunting. But did you know? I might have told you this, but there's something called magnet fishing, where you buy this huge magnet off of Amazon, and you tie it to a rope, and you like drive like a little boat or whatever through a lake or a river and you drag the magnet along the bottom and if there's anything metal uh it you it's you you finders keepers do you have a huge want in your life to go into lakes with a magnet (sighs) under a boat so bad really i mention it at least once a month probably well we have to make that happen I feel like it would be so much fun. Can you can you just imagine like the treasures? We should go to the beach with a little get a little boat and we could put the little the magnets. Is it expensive? I don't think so. Well, you probably you, you Google that and then... there's different sizes and I'm it depends on what you think expensive is. You spend let's say a heavy one is 100 bucks, okay? But then your first day out you find the queen's jewels. The, tight, the heart of the ocean. The heart of the ocean. Yeah, well, then it's worth your while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, if anybody has ever done that, I'd be interested in hearing about it. Yeah. Well, we should make a video about it. Nah. <laughs> Wait, you mean going and looking for right, it? Right, yes. Documenting that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Ninny? Yeah. I thought you meant like just talking about it. Magnets? Like, That's not very no, entertaining. I meant us morons getting in a boat and trying to attach a magnet. Don't play with me. Mm. I will do it. I'm in. I'm totally in. All right. What you got next? Great story. Um, okay. So I picked this story, but then I was like, oh, this might be kind of sad because if you think about certain perspectives of it, it's kind of sad. But for the most part, it's like a wonderful story. Okay. This happened in Connecticut. A teacher in Stamford is being hailed as a hero for taking in a newborn from a family that was struggling with coronavirus. Hmm. Luciana Lira, 32, is a teacher from the Heart Magnet Elementary School. CBS This Morning reported that the family of one of Lira's students, or Lyra, Lira, I'm going to call her Lyra, the family of one of her students reached out to her after the entire family uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Lyra said she received a desperate call from the student's mother who was in labor. The mother asked Lyra to get in touch with her husband before she underwent an emergency C-section. She reportedly had no one else in the country who could help. Um, that was the moment that Lyra volunteered to be baby Nysol's temporary garden, garden, <laughs> guardian. I'm just proud that she counted on me and she felt safe that she could talk to me. She could call me and yell and cry for help, and she did. And I heard her and I'm glad I did. That's what I want all teachers. That's what I want everyone to know. Um, Lyra called all teachers essential workers. And she said, we are here for our students and we're here for our family. She said, we've always been. The mother has made a full recovery, according to CBS this morning. Lyra said she'll care for Nysel until the rest of the family is healthy. 
and uh, GoFundMe has been set up for the family, and in four days, it's raised twenty four thousand six hundred and eighty eight bucks. Oh, that's a wonderful story! And there was somebody in here who says, "Elizabeth, I'm from Connecticut. Wasn't that awesome? That yeah. was an amazing. I can't. I can't even imagine getting that phone call. Like, I'm in labor, and all my other kids and myself have have COVID. Can you please take my newborn? Yeah. Holy smokes! And the poor yeah. mom having to give her newborn over like that right away. That was the sad part. Yeah. That was the part that I was like, oh, this might be, you know, imagine. I mean, yeah. mothers kind of have to go through something like that all the time. If their children have to go to the NICU, mm-hmm. you know, they have to be taken away for bits at a time. But um, there's also photos, which I tried to print, but I couldn't figure it out, um, of the mom video calling with the teacher and the baby and seeing the baby every day on FaceTime and stuff. And it's really sweet. I thought that was incredible. What a huge job to take on mm-hmm. unexpectedly, but to show up, you know, on top of everything else. I thought that was incredible. And uh, it was Teacher Appreciation Week. So I say thank you to all of the teachers. Um, we just made a video, a digital yearbook video for the for the for Facebook and I was sitting here thinking to myself, thank the Lord for real teachers because the last couple of months, oh, good job, Soph. Um, But because the last few months have been tough in here and I have to tell you that unanimously all three of my kids, when I asked if they'd like to homeschool next year, resoundingly said no. (laughs) So thank you to the teachers uh, uh, out Mm -hmm. there because you are lifesavers. All right. So... Tom Hanks does what Tom Hanks does best, which is be amazing. Did you just roll your eyes? No. Are you not a Tom Hanks fan? No, I'm totally a Tom Hanks fan. <gasps> I love me some Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Wilson. Okay. So he did this, what I thought was a very moving graduation speech for the class of 2020. He writes, congratulations to you chosen ones. You are the chosen ones because of a fate unimagined when you began your adventures. Hank said in a virtual commencement speech posted by the college Twitter account, you started in the olden times in the world back before the great pandemic of 2020. You will talk about those early years of of your lives in early years in your lives, just that way you will be enlightened in ways your degrees from, uh, Wright State University never held in promise. You will have made it through the time of great sacrifice and great need. Hanks then explained that this, the time that we're living through will mark a significant turn in the lives of the years of the graduating class. Part of your lives will forever be identified as before, Hanks said, in the same way other generations tell time like that. That was the time before the war, or that was the time before the internet, or that was the time before Beyonce. The world before is going to carry a great weight with you. Hanks went on to point out that in addition to everything they learned in their classes, the class of 2020 would be taking with them something unprecedented yet invaluable. You will be the en- you will be enlightened in ways your degree from right state never held in promise. You will have made it through the time of great sacrifice and great need, and no one will be more fresh to the task of restarting our measures, uh, measures of normalcy than you. You are the chosen ones. 
And I liked that because I feel really bad for all of the senior classes of high school students right now who kind of got robbed of their spring sports, their proms, their dances, their spr- their yeah. class trips, their graduation ceremonies, as well as the college seniors of 2020 who, you know, it, it, for I didn't go to my college graduation by choice, but I know there are there are so many people who want to go and be at a college graduation and walk across the stage because it is yeah. a, it's four long years or even the individuals who were going for doctorates or masters or whatever and they missed a graduation. And I also think Tom Hanks is right when he says we are living in a time right now where we will talk about before this happened because lots of different things are changing. Airline travel, the way we interact with each other, um, whether or not we'll ever again shake hands with people, like just weird stuff that we're thinking about the before and the after. So I did want to spend a minute just to say to all of the seniors, whether it's a high school senior or a college senior, um, and the parents of those, because they got robbed from memories as well. Um, we, you know, we know it super sucks, but, you know, hopefully there is, uh, you know, things will get back to some type of normalcy and, uh, you know, it doesn't negate the fact that you've graduated and that you've done so with honors or with, you know, tons of accolades. It doesn't change the fact that you're amazing, but it does stink that you kind of got robbed of a memory. Yeah. Agreed. So everything she said times two. Also, uh, we got to keep our eye on Tom Hanks. Why? Is he a robot too? I'm not, this isn't that kind of show. This is a good news show. Okay. I'm just saying, um, yeah, I, uh, good speech. Tom Hanks is a robot, Tiffany. He's not a robot. He's something. Alien. No, no, no. Thank you for that story, Meredith. All right. Is it my turn? You can just tell me later. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, okay. So there's an SNL actor and I had his name typed out, but it has disappeared from my paper. I want to say Michael Chi. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Saturday Night Live actor announced his plan Wednesday, which he said is just a drop in the bucket. And his plan is, in honor of his late grandmother who passed away due to COVID-19, he paid for all 160 tenants in her apartment complexes rent mm-hmm. for a month. And I thought that was amazing. He said, obviously, I can't offer much help by myself, but in the spirit and memory of my late grandmother, I'm paying one month's rent for all 160 apartments in the NYCHA building she lived in. He went on to say he hopes that, in general, there's debt forgiveness, especially since people can't work. I like him. He's he's a funny guy. Yeah, he that was what a cool update. way to honor her. You know, I thought that was really, really nice. Yeah, it is. And that's a lot of money. And so whether or not he's saying it's a drop in the bucket, it's a big drop in the bucket for a lot of people because I can only imagine what a month's rent is. And when you're paying that 160 some odd times, 
that's yeah. a huge impact on a lot of families. And so yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is a great story. FabFitFun is the only subscription box that delivers full-size self-care and wellness products straight to your door. They've got you covered for every season. Pick your products, order your box, finish picking the rest, and get excited because it is going to be delivered straight to your doorstep. Have you thought about joining FabFitFun's membership? Well, you should. You can customize your box because let's be honest, these boxes are not one size fits all. There's an amazing community where you can meet other fans of FabFitFun and they have flash sales where a lot of these products go up to 70% off retail price. I have purchased things on flash sales that blow me away at the price at the amount of money that I've saved. When I customized my summer box, I was sure to get the Lifestyling Company After Beach Mist Spray. I've gotten it before, and I absolutely love it. And the fact that it's delivered straight to my door just makes things easy. I recommend this product to every woman I know. Why? Because we need to treat ourselves and we need to remember that moms are always last in line. And with FabFitFun, every time I receive a box, I get excited about the products that are inside and I get to have a treat yourself day. This has got to be my 20-something box of FabFitFun, and every single time I get something new and exciting that I wouldn't have normally purchased for myself, and it just, it, it, it really makes things fun and exciting when I'm going through and unboxing my box. So make sure to use coupon code TAKEIT, that's T-A-K-E-I-T, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's TAKEIT, T-A-K-E-I-T, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right. Uh, Kevin Kevin Procopio missed playing with his grandchildren since the COVID-19 quarantine required that they all stay in isolation, but he came up with a fun way to connect. One third of a mile down the road in Saugus, Massachusetts, the family was experiencing extreme cabin fever until they got a phone call with directions for everybody to go outside onto their porch. The three boys, all under five years old, were super excited. The oldest child, Oren, ran out and just anxiously waited. In came a drone carrying a box of munchkin donut donut holes delivered right to Oren's arms from a drone that Papa Kevin was flying. So Papa Kevin put these donut munchkin minis, attached them to his drone, and flew them down the street so that his kids and children could enjoy some donuts and a smile. And the drone, of course, records video, so we got to see the kids' faces. And it's just an amazing, like, a way to connect. Okay. All right. For those of you who listened to this later, that was Tiffany's um, half-naked husband running through the house. Um, But yeah, so I just thought it was super neat. We've seen a lot of cute stories uh, come out where people are sending things via drones and finding other ways to connect. Uh, Seen tons of stories where a woman created this hanging device with a shower curtain, a a see-through shower curtain down the middle so she could invite her parents and grandparents over and they could hug through the shower curtain so there I saw was that. no no germs but I, I i don't know i think it's i think it's great yeah i would love to see that video i'm gonna go look it up your turn My, i have more okay so these stories are gonna be like quick little quick go quick ahead ones. i got okay <laughs> box hill melbourne australia 
Good Samaritan Greek Australian Peter Darmos took out $10,000 from the ATM and handed each person standing in line at the unemployment office $100. Yeah. He gave each person um, the money after the site left him feeling sick to his stomach. He said, these are all innocent people with no means to put some bread on the table for their family. Their Centerlink, which is unemployment, payments aren't until next week. They need to put food on the table tonight. I had no choice. I love it. Yeah. $10,000. I'm no mathematician, but I feel like he put a lot of food on a lot of people's tables that night. At yeah. least 10 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't know math. What is it? What's 10,000? $1,000 bills? Yeah. Yeah. 1,000 people. That's incredible. I thought that was nice. Is it 100? Huh? Is it 100? Oh, 100,000. No. What? We cannot do (gasps) math. If it was $10,000. It would have been $10,000 bills. So it would have been. But there's no such thing as a $1,000 bill. I'm just trying to do the math, Tiffany. (laughs) This is so sad. It would be 100. 100 100 times 100. Drew, if I took out $10,000 and gave. How many Each people could I give a person a hundred dollars? How many people? A hundred? Is that right? Yeah. There's a hundred. We, we are really bad. It still doesn't sound right to me, but it that's doesn't. okay. It doesn't. Well, 10 people, if you gave 10 people a that, No. Ten people, a hundred dollars is a thousand. Yeah. So times that by ten. It's a hundred, right? Yeah, dude. We gotta let this go. We gotta move on. I can't. (laughs) My my head hurts. Oh, they they said OMG, and you are homeschooling, Lavina. Okay, first of all, I have made it known that I do not do math. Okay, I have an Alexa for that reason and a Google. Okay. Sorry. No, I don't. I can't count. I got to take off my shoes, my socks. Do you know what the phrase vine betritum savitas ponum means in Latin? Nope. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know Latin, Che, but now I'm in charge of teaching it to my kid. I've been making up gibberish and saying that's Latin. I'm sorry, school. All right. You got another, you got more? Yeah. Okay. Oh, are you out? No, I have one more, but you, you said you had a couple of little ones. Yeah. Okay, you want me to go and then you go? Um, sure. Okay. Six-year-old Callahan McLaughlin, that's a great name, had been working forward to starting his own lemonade stand once the weather warmed up. But since the coronavirus outbreak had forced the world into quarantine, he had to improvise. Rather than spend his time indoors, Callahan decided to spread joy in his community by setting up a drive-by joke stand. 
so he can ah, make his neighbors laugh while respecting social distancing. Callahan's mother, Kelsey, said that the youngest had been using one-liners from a kid's joke book that she had bought him six months ago. Since she and her husband have already had the privilege to hear the bulk of his jokes, she felt it was time to share his joke his jokes with a new audience. The youngster had been setting up shop every morning at the end of the driveway uh, in British Columbia for at least an hour before taking a lengthy lunch break and returning for an afternoon shift. Callahan told CBC that he has been offering the jokes for free since he wants people to save their money for more important things. Although many passerbyers have reportedly been happy to humor Callahan with a smile and wave at the youngster, one Hollywood A-lister, Ryan Reynolds, um, shared some love for him uh, across Twitter and other national news networks. Uh, There's a lot of stress in the world, he told CBC, and I kind of get and I kind of want to get some smiles on people's faces is what Callahan said. I love so that. I thought it was a really cute story. And of course, my love for Ryan Reynolds. I was like, oh, my God, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, but how cute is that? Like, you have to laugh if a kid is at a joke stand with a book of kid jokes and he tells you a knock-knock joke. or whatever. Like, you have to laugh. There's no way. What if somebody that. didn't, though? You know what I mean? Well, what if what if they just stood there when he said the joke and then he's like, okay, and tells him another one. And he's just not laughing. That's poor taste. You got to laugh. You got to give a giggle. Picture it, though. <laughs> How awkward would that be? I, look, my kids tell me the same joke over and over again. Brian keeps telling me, what's a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Oh, yeah, and it's like that's a good dude, one, dude. I can't laugh at that one anymore. Like I've heard it a million times. I've heard it however many times ten thousand dollars is in one hundred dollar bills. Don't even. My head hurts. <laughs> um, okay, so this this one's actually a long article, but I'm going to try to condense it. Okay. Um, Scott Kramer was a haircut every two weeks guy, but with Illinois under stay-at-home orders and the barbershops closed, his hair was growing unrulier by the day. Kramer had to take matters into his own hands with a clipper set ordered from Amazon. Pammy is Scott's wife. They live in Chicago's Lakeview neighborhood with their daughter, Lily, a frozen loving three-year-old whose older sister, Maddie, passed away from a rare cancerous tumor in her spinal cord. Um, the Nine months after losing their firstborn child, the Kramer started a foundation called Dancing While Cancering to provide hospitals with backpacks full of room decorations and musical instruments and other little joy spreaders for family whose children are diagnosed with cancer. Um, and recently, since COVID, I'm trying to find it, they've done something really cool. A couple of Fridays ago, Scott Kramer posted an after photo of his at-home do on his Instagram page with the hashtag my quarantine cut friends and family chimed in and an idea was born they asked their friends and family and social media friends uh, to share photos or videos of their at-home haircuts they asked them to post them with the hashtag my quarantine cut hashtag and for every post they saw the Kramers would donate ten dollars to dancing while cancering We just thought it was a cool way to take something everybody's doing anyway and put it to some good. So far, they've counted 78 My Quarantine Cut posts and donated $780 to the foundation. 
we've gotten everything from dogs to 12 year old girls to people shaving lightning bolts into their heads. Mm -hmm. Most of the participants have been family members. We didn't ask, want to ask for money uh, from people at this time. So we thought that this would bring a smile and make it meaningful. So if anybody out there is thinking about cutting their hair, put it on Instagram, put my quarantine cuts and they will donate 10 bucks to uh, decorating children's who have cancer's hospital rooms. I love that. I do. That is a great My story. My husband actually found that one. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I will cut my dog's hair and do it. We just cut Matias's hair. I should have taken a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Brian will not let us cut his hair. And he's just got a big old mop on the top of his head right oh, now. Oh, goodness. Um, Same with my kids. But Sophia let Dave cut her hair. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. How do you cut curly hair? He just took it and then went like this. <sighs> terrible job. Did a terrible Seems job. Legit. Did a terrible job. And it's like one part patch is longer, one is shorter over here. It's rough. That's terrible. But yeah, post your husband's quarantine cut, Tracy, and hashtag it. The hashtag on Instagram, I'm just going to reiterate in case you want to do it, is hashtag my quarantine cut. Yes, and Annie is in here. She says, please give a shout out to the teachers and nurses today. Oh, Absolutely. It's Nurse Appreciation it's Day. Nurse Appreciation Day. And we love, love, love you. And thank you for supporting and taking care of the literally millions of people who have been affected during this uh, this pandemic. And you guys are out there on the front line. Everybody knows who runs the doctor's offices and the hospitals. It's the nurses. Okay. They run it. Okay, every and look, and I and I can tell you that as somebody who has unfortunately been hospitalized many a time and had multiple surgeries since 2014, I think I've had eight or nine since 2014. I can tell you, hands down, every time I was in a hospital, it was the nurses, the CNA, the the uh, the nurse assistants, the individuals who were coming into the room, checking on me, taking my vitals, helping me go to the bathroom, um, making sure that I was getting my medications. It was the nurses. They were there all the time. And we love you. Absolutely. And it's funny because the last story that I have is actually about that. Um, the Dignity Health Dominican Hospital in Santa Cruz, California, received a $1 million anonymous donation with a note that said, thank you for standing up and staying up to care for our community. This human kindness is what makes you heroic. And that as per the donor's wishes, the donations were distributed evenly amongst each and every one of the hospital staffers who've worked at the facility for at least one year, from the security guards and lab technicians to the janitors and mailroom workers. Full-time employees will be receiving an $800 bonus, oh, while part-time will be receiving $600 from that donation. I also saw that story. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, that was submitted by my friend Alice James, actually, so I have to give her credit. Yeah, I found that one, I think, on... Um... Not on UPI, on, on the Good News Network, I think is where I saw that one. There's actually a website called the Good News Network, and they share I know. all the good news. So, and it is great. Um, and it has it has helped in this crazy time to feel like there has been a, so many people who have come out of the woodwork and just been helpers. Yeah. You know, you got to look for the helpers. Absolutely. 
And it's just, it's been really interesting to see people um, making the best that they can of a crappy uh, um, situation. Like in my neighborhood, there's people putting teddy bears in the windows for the kids to find. They're leaving love notes on the sidewalk, you know, and it's just like things that you wonder, would this have happened, you know, had we not all had to come together? over this. And so definitely special shout out to all of the nurses. I have the utmost respect, man, for for what they do. I can't imagine, you know, and not just like the work that they do, but then the fear of exposing their family mm-hmm. and, you know, that line of thoughts. What if I do? It'll be my fault, the guilt and, you know, that they live with those masks cutting into their face for 12 hour shifts. They are the MVPs for sure. Yes, absolutely. Darlene says, thank you to all the nurses, especially my daughter. So a shout out to Darlene's daughter and to all of the nurses uh, and helpers in the world out there right now who have made humanity uh, a much kinder, softer place because we need that right now because it has been, we were just talking before we went live, um, the stress that everybody is feeling right now is just palpable. Like you can feel it coming off of people and those types of things really, really help in, in the situation that we're in. You know, I told my kids, um, they got so excited. Uh, I told them tomorrow we have to, we have to go out of the house for a couple of hours, uh, in the morning because we're in the process of selling our home and, and people have to come in, uh, to the house. And so I said to the kids, look, since we have to go out of the house, um, we're going to get takeout. And they were like, what? And I was like, we're going to get takeout food and we've not done it in 55 days. So they are so excited to get faux tomorrow that they're losing their minds. They're like, what time are we going to go? What time can we pick up the food? What time, you know, and it's just like, we're going to go out tomorrow and we're going to pick it up and we'll go find a park and we're going to sit in the park and we're going to eat our faux noodles. And they are so overjoyed. So find the little things. You've cooked 55 days in a row? Three meals a day for 55 days in a row. Well, mind you, breakfast, have some cereal. Don't wake me up for that. But I have been cooking lunch and dinner for 55 days in a row. Not a single takeout. Not, no, that's not it. It's that we were. Um, my husband is a germaphobe and this has really freaked him out. And so he was like, I don't want anybody touching my food. Or, And I was like, look, we had a conversation um, Monday. I said, Florida has, is opening back up. It's phase one. We have to start making a plan for reentering the world. I said, let's start with takeout food. And so we agreed to take out food and that was Love happening that. tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. So I'm really excited about it too. I bet. <laughs> I I've I uh, I'm like risk the germs. Have a delicious calzone. Yeah. Calzone. Yeah. And calzone. Um, and I justified it by like I'm trying to keep this restaurant afloat single handedly. Right. So Right. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to eat it, but I will. Yeah. And I, and I, we've definitely stimulated the economy in other ways because the online shopping has not ceased, if we're being yeah. honest, oh with the amount gosh. of clicks to add to cart that have happened. But um, we, we are definitely going to go to a local uh, family owned restaurant. Stimulate my economy. Okay. That's. I just had to say it. Yeah. And I will. I'm going to get your new shirt. 
That's not what I meant. Well, that's what I meant because I was like, "Damn, I love Tiffany's was a new code shirt." Word. No, I got it. It was for sex. <laughs> <laughs> and on okay. that note, um, thank you so much for joining us. If you've never listened to our podcast, this is Take It or Leave It, season four. That is correct, and we um, have a new podcast that drops every Sunday night. Um, if you're not following it, you can find it anywhere. That you listen to podcasts, but you can also find it on www.podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. We are so happy that you had uh, spent some time with us today and listened to some good news because we are in a time right now when we all need some good news. But thank you guys so much for being here and being with us. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Yes. Same. Are we not doing the outro? Uh, so I don't remember the first part. We'll see you next week on Take, Take it, it or Leave It. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have, who no, have no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. That was brilliant. Why? Okay. Brilliant. Bye. I love you. Bye, guys. I don't know how to end it. Where's Dave? I'm going to end it right now. Okay.